0: what's up world welcome to the melanin money show the official destination for personal finance entrepreneurship and wealth building for melanin millionaires we will teach you the tools the tips the tactics the hacks and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family and i'm your host George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And so as you can tell, we're not on our typical Zoom setup. We're in person. We're in Miami. And not only are we in person, we have a special guest with us today. So y'all already know who it is. It's your...
1: Co-host George Etchenpong.
2: Jacqueline Shattuck.
1: Carla Kofa. and we're blessed with the amazing Ellie Talks Money. Introduce yourself to the people.
2: Hi everyone, so my name is Ellie, I'm AKA Ellie Talks Money. I'm a business coach and strategist. I help people start their businesses from the ground up. I teach them how to leverage business credit, grants, and just overall how to create multiple streams of income. Something I'm super passionate about is helping small business owners get to the bag. So I'm super excited to be here. Love it. We're super excited to have you. As you know, we love to talk about
3: securing the bag as well. Yes. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. I mean, you know, it's the the Money Show, right? So it's like we help people of color get the bag. Um, but, you know, what I wanted to just kind of go talk a little bit about is because at the end of the day, everybody sees Ellie Talks Money with you know 200 plus thousand followers on Instagram and, and the Globe, right? They see the, the Globe. Right. So I would love to just go back a little bit. We don't gotta go super far. Um <laughs> because you, the globe is real in fact real quick. Real quick, real <laughs> quick. But just if we could just go back and talk a little bit about the backstory. Because I always like to say that there's, you know, that there's a
2: There's a backstory before what?
0: Behind every bag. So we kind of want to just, hear a little bit about that. You know what I'm saying?
2: I love that. No, it's so true. You know, we were just talking earlier that there's always problems before profits. Mm -hmm. Always problems before profits. And I feel like when more people know that, they'll keep going past the problems. You have to just persevere, right? So you guys, like, I know we see the Ellie now and all the followers and the success, but a year and a half ago, probably now 15, 16 months I had just gotten a divorce, Mm -hmm. moved back home to my mom's house Mm -hmm. with all my four kids, pandemic, trying to homeschool, unemployed, public assistance like anything you could probably think of, I probably went through it at that time, you know? And the stimulus checks came, those $1,200 stimulus checks came through. And I felt like I knew that that was my moment. To, to change everything. So I took that stimulus check and made a million dollars in 10 months. Woo. And now it's a multi-million dollar business.
1: So I should step home. Right. You, to, hold, you, can't, you can't just say that. So you took $1,200 yeah. and turned it into, you can say $2 million yeah. in 16 months. Jeez. So let's we have to unpack this because I want people to really understand like what's happening here. yeah, Because um, I don't think people appreciate the... Glory if they had the story. So, mm. when did you make that decision and what came to you to make it? Because most people, that's grocery money. Yep. That's shoes. I know. That's a bag. I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. So, yeah. Mindset ma-
3: Louis Vuitton were like around the <laughs> oh They were tripping. Okay. So, so, yeah
1: when did you make a decision like this is my time and I'm going to take advantage of this money now?
2: You know, honestly, I thought about the fact that so so when you're on like unemployment or public assistance, you get a set amount of money every single month. Right. And you pretty much budget for that money. So that was like extra money to me. Right. And so I was faced with the decision. I could use this extra money to just do what anybody might do, which is maybe pay some bills, get some groceries, maybe even buy the kids some new clothes. Or I could really take this as a sign of opportunity to bet on myself And just Mm. go after it. And so what I really want people to understand is it doesn't, you don't need to have a lot of money to go make a lot of money, right? Say that again, say that again, say that again.
3: Wait, say that again because everybody gets hung up on the, oh, I can teach you how to get a half a million dollars in business credit and da 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 right. But what, what I run into so often is I'm like people tell me their business plans and I'm like yeah you don't need a half million you don't need it you, you really could have 1200 you get
2: really started. could especially nowadays we have the internet we have social right. media you know so you don't need a lot of money to go and make a lot of money what you need is discipline mm-hmm. consistency a domain name. That's what I used the <laughs> money on, right? I used the money on a couple different domains. I paid for, like, Canva Pro. I think I upgraded my phone so I could take better pictures. Mm. Got a ring light. What else did I spend on? Probably maybe a couple, you know, clothes just to be nice, you know, whatever. <laughs> and
1: hey, mate, You stress <laughs> that 12, wasn't huh? it Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, can't broken Listen, I have a budget. and Fashion Nova, all right?
3: Size.
1: I, I, had had
2: bunch. Of I had a budget. I had a budget. So, you know, so that was just like the tangible stuff, but right. everything else was just discipline, consistency, and content. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in this social media era. I saw Instagram as a free platform. I couldn't run ads, no Facebook ads, mm-hmm. no anything. I just said, Okay, people need valuable information, so I will post three to five times a day, every day, until I see a return on this.
1: Mm-hmm. And and let me let me just give y'all a... Uh- how I met Ellie and saw Ellie. Not only were you person three to five times a day, you were going live. Yeah. Every day, all day. Yeah. For like six months. Yep. Yeah. And I had no idea what was happening.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people didn't. I mean, I almost made it a routine. Like... Get up, take care of the kids, get them to school. Or in that case, there was no school. Get breakfast, mm-hmm. sit down with them. Okay, you're good right now. Mommy's about to work. Go live for an hour. Get my content up. Get my systems. Like, it just had to become almost methodical to me, right? right? And so earlier we were talking about, like, time, time mm-hmm. management, how to fit this in.
0: Right.
2: There's never enough time. Let me just
0: right <laughs> just <laughs> it right now.
2: Period. There's never enough time. You just have to make the time. Mm-hmm. So I knew that changing diapers at the time my twins were like five months old,
1: right? yeah, so you have four kids. Four. And yeah. you were managing a business yeah. and having to raise them and they can't go to school.
2: Nope. Okay. Because we got COVID. Yeah. Right. And we're home they with moms. Little babies. Well right. yeah. they yeah. little baby, you know, little babies, <laughs> they wanna just do baby things, <laughs> you know, all the time. Right. So it's like, okay, I knew that those were permanent like blocks. That wouldn't change. Right. Babies are always going to need food. They're going to mm-hmm. need to eat. Kids are going to need at least a little time and attention. Right. So I said, okay, how can I build a business around these blocks that won't change, mm-hmm. right? So I made sure I created all my content at night when they were sleeping. I made sure I went live while they were napping. Listen, I know y'all see my kids coming live with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. Put a lot of people. Go by
1: Instagram. But so, people love that. People love that. Right. Like, it's real. True. It's
0: authentic. It's like really, that's yeah. that's your real life, right? Yeah. And to to that end, I think the reason why live became such a catalyst for people growing their brand yeah. is that we realized that we truly value human connection. Right. People yeah. always talk to us about social media, this, social media that. But when the world shut down, Right? Live, Instagram Live was the closest thing you could get to human interaction, right? Yeah. Stories, people like stories, that's cool. Feed um, is super curated. Mm-hmm. But IG Live and Zoom was
1: real. Who, else was, else, was
3: who else was on, like, not DJ Khaled. D Rock. Uh, oh, Rock
1: a party. The, the
3: go
1: online,
3: break the record. Yeah, um, I think so. But I was just, I was home alone during COVID. Okay, totally different problems, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I was home completely alone, and then I see this IG live like, "Oh, we're having a party tonight." I yeah. yeah, everybody grab a yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly.
1: So, so I gotta ask this. I, I really want people to understand you as a person, like what you had to go through. So, like, how did you mentally? Know that you can do this because so I'm sure yeah. after the the, the, uh, the divorce, you didn't you didn't have the mindset or the confidence that you could actually build this. So like, where did you curate the confidence to become the person that you are today?
2: Yeah, that's such a good question, and it's such a you know, it's so deep because the the marriage that ended was also an abusive marriage, right? So I got married at nineteen or twenty was in that marriage for seven or eight years. So, you know, I only saw myself as a wife. I mean, when I left, I was 27, you know, so still very young, 29 now. Um, Was he the same age as you? Just a little older, maybe four years, you know? So when these big moments in our life happen where one chapter closes or ends and another one begins, it's a hard transformation. But what you know, the com- I drew the confidence and really the willingness because when I looked around at my kids, when I looked at the fact that I was living at my mom's house, when I saw the reality, I became more afraid of staying in the same place than I was of getting started. That's wow. Awesome. And, Say, it
1: again. Say it again.
2: Right? You know, the fear has to change, right? So sometimes people are so afraid of starting and failing. I was afraid of
0: just being in the same place right. in 12 months, because, in six months.
1: Because being broke is hard.
0: Right. right. Trying to be rich is hard.
1: You gotta choose your heart. So, you you
0: gotta, gotta choose your heart. And you know, and that's just so crazy. So when I think about like that transformation, right? And having that epiphany, having that moment, and then going from there to the Ellie that we see now and with the multi-million dollar business. And we talked a little bit about this yeah. when we first connected, right? What I'm curious about is it's really hard to like catch up, right? Yeah, to like it the is. person that you became, yeah. right, and the money that you made yeah. in that period. So my question to you is. Like, how did you deal with the mindset shift of, whoa, like, I'm this multimillionaire now? I don't necessarily identify with that yet just because that is okay. So, right. so fast. Like, just, like, 10 months ago, yeah. I didn't have this, right? Yeah. So, like, just talk us about, like, that journey yeah. of how you had to kind of evolve mentally, right? Yeah. Like, once because it's almost like two phases, right? It was having the mental decision to go down this path, and then now developing your mindset to be able to accept your new reality yeah. of the woman that you had become.
3: Yeah, and I want to throw in there because this is our first time having another woman on the podcast. So I think it's important to highlight the fact that everything in life, I feel like, for women, is meant to tear you down and to Mm -hmm. tell you that you're not good enough and you can't do it and... You know, you don't have the option. Right. For example, the statistics are 71% of men are comfortable managing their money as opposed to 53% of women. Right. So there's just not that natural confidence there, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot lot of of it has to be built. And as women, there's so many more hurdles I think that we have to go over. So that's why I admire your story so much yeah. more.
2: Yeah, you know I would definitely say that I had to play catch up to my bank account, right? With the, <laughs> like, Good mean, with that. You know, I'm like, let well, me refresh and wait. Is that huh? Is what that does that say, right? Is that my? I mean, is this going to go away? Multiple couples there? Oh my gosh! You know, because when it being the first in your family to make. More than a hundred thousand, right? That in itself is for a lot of people, the first tier. Mm -hmm. then half a million, then a million. I felt so many different things. I felt like, you know, do I deserve it? Am I helping enough people? How do I help everybody else make this? I felt Mm -hmm. such a deep sense of like, wait, I can't enjoy this yet. Like, Mm -hmm. what do I do? I mean, you know, we just fill all these draws and... What I knew was that because I didn't know how to manage it and because I was being pulled in so many directions, I hired help, right? I went and got help. I went and talked to people who knew what to do and said, mm-hmm. hello, hi, I'm the first in my family. Yeah. Please show me what to do and how I make it so that I'm not the last in my family.
1: Mm-hmm. Big bar. Because being a first-generation g- first millionaire, your job is not to be the last one.
2: Exactly. And I felt that deep, sen- like it took me and this is not a big milestone, but it took me like nine months to even buy a designer bag. <laughs> like I was that like, wait, I just don't know if I should spend this. I need yeah. a plan, you know? But like, I think, I think part that. of it is because of the people that you're around.
3: Right? Yeah. So you know, even in, in my family, for me to talk about certain things yeah. like that, like to talk about designer bags and to talk about trips to Miami, that's foreign
2: to them. Right. So it
3: feels weird to have that conversation. Yeah. So it sounds like you had to build a circle
2: around you of people who are like, okay, we can accept your designer bag. Yeah, I definitely did. And I remember being a little nervous to tell my dad and my mom for the first time. Yeah. Very nervous. I, I had to build up to it because I wasn't sure what would their response be. Would they Ask, feel, ask you for back rent? Yeah. Would they- <laughs> <laughs> you
1: were living here that oh time. Well, if you did a bag. okay. I thought it. my mom was going to hit
2: me with a bill. I didn't know if they were going to feel like, well, if you were... That means you had, you know, 500000 a few months ago. Why didn't you... You know, I just... Mm, I hadn't thought about
1: that. Okay. Yeah.
2: I just wasn't sure what their response would be. I, I remember feeling very nervous and feeling like, should I have been put them on payroll from month one you know but when they when they responded well i just explained to them like you know my goal is is to support you Mm -hmm. i just need time to figure out how to do this Mm -hmm. so that i'm not the last one i want my kids to be good your great grandkids to be good you know and i just had to really honestly know that it's okay that I don't know what to do. The key is not staying there, right? Right. We just have to make sure we surround ourselves or do the research so we know how to move instead of just moving crazy.
0: Right, because there's this misconception that like when you're an expert in any regard, that you're supposed to have everything figured out in all categories, right? That's
3: that's because as people, we don't compartmentalize very well. Yeah,
0: (laughs) right? No, that's a fact. so it's like, you, you know, preaching and educating and helping other people, like, you're probably part of you is just like, man, well, should I have it all figured out? Like, right. is it, is, is, is imposter syndrome kicking in? Because I don't have, no, like yeah. the reality is nobody is supposed to do everything right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think it's just stepping into that. And I think that is why your platform has accelerated the way it has is because there's velocity and vulnerability, right? Mm. Like you're inviting people in to the story and say, Hey, look, yes, it was divorced. <laughs> Yes, I have, I have my kids. Yes, I would move back in with my mom. And people can relate to that. The reason why we enjoy comedians so much is because they just say what we're all thinking. That's saying. right. Yeah, right? The but true. they have the audacity to say it, write yeah. a joke out of it. And I think when you look at some of the most successful people, you can also see the level of transparency, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I think that, that that's one of the main reasons that your brand is catapulted to it has.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, I think that it's such an important part. And one thing, you know, when I decided to start the business, right, mm-hmm. I kind of wrote down my like brand values, right? My pillars. And I knew that I wanted authenticity to be one of the main things because I felt like when I started doing market research and looking at what other business coaches or people who are educating were doing, it all looked very intangible to a new person. So I'm like, I want to make sure that people almost grow with me. You know, I want them to really see I can relate to her because Came from being broke too, like we. You know what I'm saying? Like, hello, but I'm giving you the information that you need because I've done it before. Now I'm showing you how you can do it for yourself. Super. And at the same time, we in the
0: trenches together. We in the trenches together. together. We are in the trenches together. It's so important, so important. So, so important. Superman. We're going to go for, on our first ever commercial break. I mean, it's so much sauce being dropped right now. We come right back. back. We're, yeah, we come right back just to give you all a second to, to digest yeah. the sauce, right? Yeah.
2: Digest back. it. Get, Get some water. Get some out. water. <laughs>
0: we'll be right back what's up guys we're back we hope that you had a second to digest all the gems all the sauce and we got into a little bit of the backstory but now we want to kind of give you a little more strategy Mm -hmm. a little more tactics and just unpack like like okay that was cool i'm i'm inspired but now y'all want to get activated so ellie let's let's talk a little bit about just like the strategy, right? Because obviously, you know, you got on and showed up and you were consistent, but at some point, you started to connect the dots like, oh, this is working.
2: Right. right? And so let's yeah. talk. Let's
0: unpack the strategy a little bit.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point because, you know, this it's inspirational, right? But I also want people to know it's possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not a unicorn. I'm not just someone who was able to make something happen. You know, there was a lot of um, diligence and strategy that went behind it. So I think mm-hmm. one of the first key things is understanding what you can offer to the marketplace and how does that match with what the marketplace needs Mm -hmm. so when i knew i was going to go out and and start coaching and Mm -hmm. offer you know my consulting to businesses I come from a startup background, so I'm a life insurance broker. I worked in a startup company, scaled that business up to, you know, five million in revenue. So I was really familiar with what it's like to run businesses. I had just never given that service to other businesses. So what I did and what anyone listening can do is, you know, you want to make a list of the skills that you have, the skills that you have, the knowledge you have. The the transformations you yourself have experienced, the accomplishments you've done, and then align those and then look at, okay, now in this area, what does the market actually need right now? Right. So it's not about bringing what I thought I should teach, Mm. what I thought. I could make money from them. Mm-hmm. I went and started scrolling through Instagram, yeah. scrolling through Reddit, scrolling through Facebook groups, yeah. looking at, are there people right now who are struggling with their business and what are the top five questions that they have? Mm-hmm. Then aligning, okay, I know how to do this. Here's a question they have. I can meet them with the solution. Yeah. That birthed and, the coaching.
1: And the I, coaching. I think that's so important. So mm-hmm. many of us focus on what we think people need and try to give them that. But we forget to sit and ask. Yeah. And they'll tell you if you just ask them. They will
2: tell you. That's another huge thing. You know, I did a lot of. Putting questions up in my stories on Instagram, a lot of my content, I would literally at the you know, bottom of my caption have people ask me questions. What do you think about this? Have you experienced this? What's been hard for you? Mm-hmm. So all of that not only built trust with my audience and authenticity and a relationship, mm-hmm. but then they literally told me what they needed to teach them.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. it did. It's like, oh, you got this thing for me that I asked for. Exactly. You told
0: me. Exactly. You know what's so funny? When I first got into entrepreneurship, um, this is back in the days we actually had to go to networking events. Go figure. (laughs) (laughs) And and this guy who taught me, he said, you know what? This is the easiest way to get clients. He said it's called the you know how what what I do is formula. Mm. So basically, you let somebody talk, right? And they tell you all of it because people love to hear themselves talk. Yeah, they, they talk about this and they do that and they do that and you let them talk and you say, you know what? Well, you know how in your industry, blah, 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 blah. Well, what I do is you just regurgitate back to them Yeah. Mm-hmm. what they said. Oh my gosh, you literally do exactly what I'm looking for. But you just let them talk. Yeah. Right? And now you're regurgitating back to yeah. them exactly what it is that you do. So really tailoring your business models and people that you serve. But my follow-up to that is what do you say? To the creatives the free spirits who say you know what i just want to do what i'm passionate about i want to do what i love but if the market right doesn't need what you love right what do you say to those people
2: honestly my whole philosophy and strategy is do what will make you money first then do what you love right Mm. because a lot of the time what we're immediately passionate about isn't always where our profit lies, right? Mm. We need to go with what is purposeful and profitable and then pursue passion a little bit later, right? <laughs> I'm not, you, know, uh, you real PPP. Right, the First real PPP. Um, That's very key because you might be very excellent in your creative field and you want to be in there But maybe where you're needed is showing someone else how they can build up their creative Strategies or how they can enter the marketplace as a creative person, you know So you really want to again make that list of what you can bring to the table and then what people actually want to eat
0: You know and what you think about is exactly what you're doing and I don't know if this is intentional, but you make the money first and then people think that I, I got to go out and do seven things. No, you don't have seven seven jobs. You have seven streams, right? So you get the money and then you deploy your capital as soldiers, as Carter likes to say. Yeah. You deploy your capital to do the work for you. Yeah. What happens is people think seven streams is I got to do this. I got to do hair. I got to be a chef. I got like, no, mm. no, no, no. Like you deploy the capital and you can still be passionate about it. But then you can be a true visionary, right? Yes. So imagine. Like people think they're creative and they want to do the work. Like no, you're more than likely a creative visionary, but now you have the resources to deploy to allow it to actually work on your behalf. So I exactly. think that's the misconception that people have to get over.
2: Yeah, no, I would totally agree with that. You don't need to go spend more time or work harder in order to make more money or have your money working for you, you know, Mm -hmm. get your one stream down. So launch that initial business, get that going, get that flowing, Mm -hmm. and then start putting that money to work in other areas. Right. Right now you can still be doing that business, but you know that money's still being made whether you get up that day. Right. Or not? F- right? Fam-
0: famously known underneath the Melon and Money brand, what do we always say? Sleeping bag <laughs> society. <laughs> like, 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 Sleeping
2: right? Society. Money, money, sleep.
0: and it's a and it's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. Not because it sounds cool or it's catchy. I mean, it is, but <clears throat> but it's because at the end of the day, what is it today? I don't even know. Sometimes I forget the days. So a 14. Today's the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Today's the fourteenth Thursday. Yeah. Right? It's a Thursday middle of the day. We're able to be here with you yeah. present because we have systems in place that are making money for us while we're not here. That's what it's about. It's not about being able to flex and post the screenshots of making money at 2 a.m is giving you the lifestyle freedom yeah, for the opportunity to you want to Literally, I text Jacqueline at 10 o'clock. Yesterday, right? Yes, Last yes. She was just here the week before. I'm like, it's no way she's coming, but like, you know how it is. You got to give other people the right to the opportunity to say no. Yeah, yeah. You can't decide
1: for them. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, shit, I I'm, so how she I'm she going to... I'm going to send her
3: to her at 10 o'clock at night and expect her to be there the next day at 2 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: And she yeah. was here she before was here. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs>
3: yeah. With no confirmation, by
1: the way. Because I you were the lines. like...
0: You see, you know, look at the look at the sales page. You wanna be here? <laughs> and so she showed up, but she could, could she have done that right. Right? if she was in a different dynamic. And this is not to knock nine to fives or anything like that. It's freedom.
2: Yeah.
3: Right?
0: Time, location, and financial. And the financial is what fuels the opportunity.
3: Exactly. I really need to read out loud what I just posted because I think this needs to be read out loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. So. On Twitter now because it's good.
3: I'm on Twitter because Instagram is playing So. Okay. All right. So there's this post right, and it says one of the biggest scams of all time is asking someone for permission to take a lunch break for 30 minutes to go to the bathroom, to take a vacation, or to stay home because you're feeling under the weather and or overworked and exhausted. Right. Huh? I tweeted that, but what the part that I retweeted was, I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was degrading to be the only black person in the office and the only one who had to request time off personally. Mm. Everyone else uses a computer. I promised myself I wouldn't go back.
1: Yeah, can't go back. Can't go back, because it's a lifestyle, right? Like, when you wake up and you own your time, and yeah. you like you have, you have you can show up in the day knowing that you can do whatever you want to, there's so much power and confidence in that, and like I tell people all the time, being, especially with kids, right? Oh, yes. Like, they yes. they see you as a boss. Like, you don't even have to teach them how to be a boss. They looking at mom like, yo, mom does what she wants, when she wants, how she needs to do it. Yeah. So you're raising young kings and queens and bosses because it's not about what you say, it's about how you act. Yeah. So how... You mentioned a little bit earlier how your kids have played a role into, like, knowing that you had to make this work. Yeah. Right? Um, what do you... What do you kind of see for your kids Is like, what do you want, you know, like, do you want them to grow up with be bosses? Like, you know, have you thought about that yet?
2: Yeah, you know, I think what's so important to me, and especially with this big life change of the mm. divorce and, you know, yeah. everything. They're young, which I'm grateful for, but it's still a change for them. So I really want to be able to create a life for them where they can see that they always have choice, right? Mm. They always have options, they always have resources. Mm. And also that they have the ability to change their circumstance Mm -hmm. immediately, right? Anytime they feel uncomfortable anytime they don't like what they're doing anytime they want to pursue a passion right or just anything that they care about that they have the ability to do that you know and it's so funny like my kids they're around all the time so when I go yeah. live they're usually just right in another room <laughs> so I'll come out and they'll be like mom you did great that was a great live class you talked about business credit what's that what's a g-wagon I mean, oh just- <laughs> wow, wow wow they gonna oh, know
1: they gonna they know early. yeah and yeah. so when
2: we'll be out and about you know looking at cars I remember when I went to get the escalade um hiding was like you got it on business credit right that's my son (laughs) i mean so this is just i'm creating a normal for them right Right. i'm creating a reality for them and that is my ultimate goal because you know wealth is one thing but information Mm -hmm. passing that down ensures that not only do they have money but they know what to do with the money
0: that's a fact and that's why like a part of our process at the firm as you know right is It's creating that family governance, right? Like you don't want to pass down just the money, you want to pass down the mindset. Yeah. Because you pass down the money, it can easily be squandered. Easily. But if you don't pass down the, if you pass down the mindset, it's like, okay, this is how mommy said we do money, right? And that is how you can truly create generational wealth. Because everybody wants to talk about generational wealth, but it's like, have you passed down generational documentation? Yeah. Right? This is the infrastructure of how our family does money. And so I think that's incredibly important. So El, you have a lot of things going on. Yeah. Right? You got, obviously, your your digital product business, yeah. right? Your coaching business and yeah. all the revenue that comes from that. Could you kind of just, like, break down, like, some of your revenue streams for our audience? Yeah. Just so they can see, like, man, like, what does she really have going on?
2: Man, so I'm really grateful yeah. that that is a little bit of a list, right? Because like, I remember yeah. when it was one thing, yeah. like, unemployment. And that was, and that <laughs> that was, was
1: like, it. Full that
2: stop. Was, that right? was it. Full <laughs> stop. Full stop. Full stop. So I'm grateful now that there's a few things. So, you know, definitely the business. Digital products is probably the biggest revenue generator. Um, I'm still a life insurance broker, so I'm still receiving um, residual income from life insurance. I have a truck on the road, so I make money from the truck. Oh,
0: Did you give it a name? What's it called?
2: Oh, Blanco. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, Love it.
1: Blanco.
2: So Blanco's on the road. I have currently up and active two Airbnbs, so I'm making money from that. I do own a home, so I get rental income from that. I mean, next all year, all next year it's going to be
1: it's going to be seven more, seven more. than you speak, you get. Yeah. Papers, oh,
2: I get paid to speak. I see. I that I lump that in. <laughs> I have a car on Turo. Yeah. And I feel like those are. I'll probably think of something later. But what was that? Seven or. No, that was seven or eight.
1: eight. Okay. Yeah. But, but
2: the, plenty. plenty.
1: Plenty. Plenty. But, yeah. but like you were <laughs> saying, starting one. Yeah, she focused works. locked in. If it focuses on you, it's the focus is on you, right? Yes. She locked in on one thing. And once that thing brought an in income, she learned how to diversify. diversify. So now, if you don't sell any digital products one day, which probably never happened, you still good. Your kids are still good.
2: Still good. You know? And that was something really important to me because, again, going back to what we said uh-huh. earlier about my mindset had to really catch up to the money. Uh-huh. Once I saw it... I did not want to get comfortable. I did not want to feel like, oh, I could just chill now. You know, right. mm-hmm. no, exactly. it's like chill it's, time. it's not chill time. If yeah. anything, when when blessings start really pouring in, I was like, let me go harvest
3: yeah. even
0: more. You know, who right? one of the, is one of the masters at that, Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. I don't think Kevin Hart is the funniest comedian, but he understands. The window of opportunity. Oof. Right? He is capitalizing on everything. He's getting everything. every bag he can from he like He has a financial education partnership with Chase. Yeah, that's really? a big bag. That's, that's, a, big
1: that's
0: bag. a big bag. That's right. a big bag. You know, so it's just like understanding, to your point, not getting complacent or naive. Like, oh, like it's always going to come. And nope. like that's just not how it works. You running it, it doesn't doesn't like like up
2: Run it up. You, you run, gotta it, it, that. Up run you it up and you keep going and you don't stop. Like that same discipline and consistency that it took for me to get to that first, second, you know, third M, I'm like, I still have to exercise that same discipline and consistency because there's really, to me, no foot off the gas, right? It's just going to be a different way. So I might not have to show up every day in my business, but my foot is still on the gas because of all these other income streams. you know? And
0: then I think it becomes the matter of like relativity, right? It's like- yeah. Like at one, at one point when, you know, unemployment was the bag. And it's yes. like, well, if I could get the <laughs> oh, well, was the bag. Right, so That's funny. I, can, <laughs> now, now I get the 10K. It's like, okay, 10K, 100K. Okay. So you yeah. have to start to raise your baseline, right? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, like broke used to be zero, yeah. right? But then now broke might be 100,000, 200,000, a million. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. like, you have to raise your baseline because there's people out here right now. They would laugh at.
1: Making a million a month. Only. Yeah, Come right after that. A yeah, like, million a month, people are like, like what would I do with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. All right. yeah. How do you give the
0: lights it? on? Right, exactly.
3: Right. Right. But I think, like, let's try to make it really simple and digestible for yeah. our audience. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the mainstream that started streaming, okay? Yes. So mm-hmm. That was you going all in on Instagram. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. can you share, like, some tactics of that? So if somebody yeah. is like, okay, time for me to get my Instagram popping. It's time for me to get some money from my Instagram. Yes. What should be the first thing that they
0: do? For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club because that is exactly what we've created, right? We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions and ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect as a part of the Melanin Millionaire's Club. Number one, you're gonna get access to money challenges. You know, and different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're gonna get access to a community of like-minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're gonna have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that Melanin Millionaire. You're gonna get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to my pocket advisor, which is our flagship feature, where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can Take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education. Right. You have investment opportunities. Right. From time to time when they present themselves, I'm going to share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network. Not to mention, if you sign up today, you're going to get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network. So if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you, I strongly encourage you to click the link link in the show notes and learn more about the Melanin Millionaires Club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family.
3: So they've got their list, right?
1: They yeah. What they want to do. Give us a big three. Boom, boom, boom.
2: Okay. Put so, you on the spot. I'm sorry. Right? I know. So, big three. So, first things first, and I can say from my experience, I started with coaching. So, providing a direct service to the That's people. Mm-hmm. Direct, right? Sell to the need, literally. So, I knew people needed assistance with XYZ. So, I made sure that I was available for coaching calls to do XYZ. So, it got to a point where that was too much time and I couldn't serve as many people. So then I took the XYZ and packaged it into a something, a product, digital product that I could just provide to multiple people. Right. Mm -hmm. So the key before you are able to get your coaching calls booked or get your first sale is the content that you create has to show people that you are the one in position to solve their problem. That you are the one in position to help them with whatever they need help with. That you can educate them on whatever this topic is. And keep in mind, you guys, solving a problem could be you sell skincare that clears up their pimples, right? You sell weave that makes them look like Beyonce. I mean, whatever the, the problem that you're solving is, your content needs to be frequent enough. So not once a week, right? But three sometimes Times a day, I know people are like, how, how? But remember, there's never enough time. You just make the time.
1: And you, believe in, the free, you, you, you believe in free content, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in fact, some people say, I don't want to give all my knowledge away for free. No and such thing. Like Perfect. I said, if, if you feel like you give away too much game, that means you don't know enough. You don't know
2: enough. Because That's... honestly, you, we have to think about the fact that there's so much information being thrown at people right mm-hmm. now, right? There's so many... In my case, there's so many other coaches. There's so many YouTube videos. I mean, there's just so much. Mm-hmm. So in order to stand out, you have to serve. You right. have to give value, mm-hmm. right? And when people feel like they're gaining a lot from your free content, it makes them want to buy. Right. Because if they're like, if I was able to achieve this transformation just off of a live or an Instagram post, imagine the transformation right. I'll get when I actually talk to her on the phone right. or when I actually invest in a yeah. course, you know? Yeah.
0: And what, and what that makes me think about, I think it's, this is a really good segue, is take the time to actually be good at something. Because True. I feel like too many people are trying to make a bag off finesse. It's like, how can, I, how can I convince them that I'm the right, this is the right product or I'm the right person? Get good. Have the right product. Right. Be the yeah. right person. Yeah. So, 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 take a couple steps back. Like, what is that skill set that I can really go in on? Because it's not going to take you forever. Yeah, you're spending more time thinking about like how to finesse. Like, it, like it's almost like the scammers, right? All yeah. the energy you're putting in on trying to scam somebody. You, a pro you, at <laughs> you get a better Put That energy in on getting good. Like, what is that skill set you've been running from? like, like you know what? You might not even know it yet, but you know people want to know it. And you get paid in direct proportion, mm-hmm. right, to the problems that you solve. There's, there's no reason why Carter's platform have to blow up yes. because everyone's scared of Uncle Sam. Yeah. Right? Everyone's scared of Uncle Sam. So it's like going back to like getting away from your passion. It's like what can I do that people need, mm. right? And how can I become the person that fills that void exactly. and masters that skill? So exactly.
3: the way so I put out. the list is I always say 20 things. So it's 20 things of value. Firstly, a lot of people I feel will launch into a career or something mm. they want to do and they don't realize what value they bring to the table. Mm. Right. So I say create a list of 20 things of value from yourself that you can mm. provide for your consumers. Yes. And then write a list of 20 questions that your consumers have. Yeah. Your prospects have. Yes. Reverse engineer it. Things. Yes. And I feel like sometimes the 20 questions needs the research, right? It mm-hmm. needs the Reddit and it needs the Facebook groups. But I think that you need to stretch and do a list of twenty yeah. because it's going to expand you from where you are, right? And you you learn, learn. you're
1: going to yes. end up learning exactly. more. Yeah. And now you can create more content off what you yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah. That's the
3: beautiful
0: that, part about creating go. free content, a bunch of free content is it forces you to go back in your bag. To, it's, like, it's like literally just a hack. Yeah. No, it like is. it's the hack on personal development. Let me pour out everything, so I got to go back and,
2: and get more and get more. Exactly. Mm, I love like, that. I feel that. like you know what is really key too, and I tell people this all the time. In my first three or four months of launching. The business, I didn't turn a profit. Like, I wasn't making money. Why? Because I wasn't selling anything yet. Mm. I just spent that time doing free coaching calls or sometimes $10, mm. right? <laughs> just, you know, you because.
1: Sniff up, um, less.
2: <laughs> and it wasn't because I didn't believe that I could charge, but I really wanted to have created heroes and testimonials. So I said, I know. I can do this, right? I know, but I need the people to see someone else who looks like them vouch for my services. And
0: there's another hack in that too. The yeah. other hack is if you do those free coaching calls, now you have cons, micro content that you can chop up exactly. giving that advice. Exactly. Right? So you're going to do it for free, but I'm going to chop this content up. Yeah. Right? And so now you have documented proof and a free testimonial yeah. right, to be able to propel your brand to showcase that, yo, I didn't actually know what I'm talking
2: about. Yeah, and it, it totally pays off. You know, I think some people aren't always willing to plant that seed and just wait for it to grow. But, you know, the first three to four months was no revenue. And then two months later, I had passed 100K. And then five months later, we were at a million. So it's like when you take that time to just build, dig deep, build rapport, be authentic, build the trust... It just it's just a domino effect, yeah. you know, it goes so fast. And the crazy it's part about it is
0: like growth. we know these things, like we like we hear these things, like build trust, yeah, in an audience, but everyone wants to skip over the process, right? It's not like, it's not it's not revolutionary, but people just don't want to do the work.
3: Yeah. I think some people don't know the process. So yeah. I like that you shared that with us. With like yeah. look, I did it for free pretty like, much. Like yo. Literally.
1: I watched her, she was gonna laugh every few minute of review. Like like I am such a fan of you because I know you deserve everything you have because we sit yeah. together on a weekly basis. We like go all my yoga. Yeah. Are you spending time doing that? You yeah. spent so much time on the front end. And like people. I think it's all the time. Amateurs make money on the front end. Experts make money, make money on the back end. Mm-hmm. So you spent the time to build that trust. And now you are making your back end money.
2: Yeah. You
1: deserve it because you put in the work.
2: Yeah. It's really key. You know, you guys in, in any business you have, whether you provide a service or you sell a product, You really want to, like, create champions or heroes in your business, like people who are going to go with you. Like, I know, we we talk about a thousand true fans, right? Mm -hmm. I know out of this 300 plus thousand, I know I have a thousand rock solid people who if I decided to start selling, I don't know, like statues tomorrow, (laughs)
1: they would
2: rock with it and and be like, oh, you got statues? I'm there, (laughs) right? So that is so valuable. And I think, you know, you guys have to really ask yourself, do you want a short-term bag or do you want a long-term business? Right. And I knew I wanted something long-term where my kids' kids are still like, this is mommy's consulting business. This right. is mommy's coaching, you know? So, and that's a personal thing, right? Some people might just want to make a quick and get out, yeah. right?
0: Right. So, so let me ask you this thing. Because I think that's a great point, right? When people hear the, the long-term business piece of it, yeah. they're probably, their mind immediately goes to, okay, well, I got to put in a lot of thought, a lot of energy, a lot of structure, a lot of effort to have the foresight to think about what that end game looks like, right? But at the same token, we also know that there's an evolution of a product, a service, a business, right? So can yeah. you talk through like starting with the end in mind? but still like understanding how to start where you are, what that looks like?
2: Yeah, definitely. So I think, you know, when you you think about starting with the end in mind, but still using what you have, Mm -hmm. I would say the number one thing is not to delay, right? You have to just start because that's where the learning happens. A lot of the time we want it to be so perfect, right? Thinking that it has to be perfect now in order to be amazing at the end. But that's not that's not how it goes, you know? We just got to start and then what we learn throughout is what actually fortifies it to last longer. You right? don't have
1: to be great to get started, but you have to get started to, to be, great.
2: be great. You know? So I knew that I wanted to structure something where even if I was out of it, I would be able to have people in my business who understood the values of Ellie's consulting company, you know, Mm -hmm. who understood what we wanted to do for businesses, who understood what types of businesses we could really help. Mm -hmm. So I knew that that was going to come, right? I'm working there, but I had to just start with me executing that first, Mm -hmm. right? Me making sure that I'm going out and really serving these businesses. And, And even now... That I still, you know, amassed a certain level of success. I still go out and accomplish more, so I can keep testing my skills and go back and serve. Right? Mm -hmm. I just got approved for a really big business line of credit that I don't need. Right? I don't need it in my business, Mm -hmm. but I went out to go get six figure approval so I can show my audience, like, look, we don't stop. You know, Mm -hmm. and here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. That's very key. You never stop.
0: Start where you are do what you can, use what you have.
2: Exactly. Cool. So and document. Docu- yeah,
0: document, yeah. Document, docu- document everything,
2: y'all. Document the process.
3: Back always
0: about that. Yes. process. Yes,
2: document okay. the process. That's
3: so key. So and I feel like we're better to do it than on social media. Yeah. Because going back to your point of like being your authentic self, just document it in front of everybody. Exactly. And see your evolution.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, I even think about like my, my podcasting journey, right? It was just like, or even any content. Like I all about like Jim's gems, gems, I hashtag hashtag <laughs> George A speech, right? Yeah. You can scroll, you can see hundreds and hundreds of tweets for years, right? Yeah. Some of, you go all the way back 2013, right? Wow. There's uh three likes, four likes on some of them, yeah. Right. But if I were to repost it today, yeah, i will probably get a bunch of likes. But yeah. that was a long time ago, right? You gotta put in the work and just show people. I don't believe I think you said it, archiving a lot of my old content. was yeah. right? like, look, just I keep it. this. is where I was at, right? Because this is where I I'm at. Now.
3: But Watch. but listen, I know because George ten years, ten years, eight years. So like courses weren't a thing you know like they yeah they started back 2013 whatever there's some people that were in the game okay I wasn't I didn't know that they existed yeah but if I did I know it would have accelerated my career so much faster Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it would have made things so much easier yeah I just think that they're these these courses are just amazing like it can really be a shortcut to building wealth for people and a shortcut to growing your business because you know we we did the old school way. We went to the networking even. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. It, it, has it has changed. It has but, changed a lot. I mean, it's phenomenal.
0: Let me tell you how powerful, and I've said this on, this probably the third time I've said this on our podcast in some shape or fashion, but it's important. Yeah. I want people to understand the revolution is happening, it's right? So here's the thing, right? We understand that the educational system is broken. We yep. understand that, Right. The thing is, but money is energy. So just because the educational system is broken, it doesn't mean the money dries up, right? Yeah. It's going to shift. So here's what's going to happen, right? And I'm going to say it again, so y'all hopefully take advantage of it right, right. Yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. What's going to happen is now you're going to see a huge shift where enterprises like Apple, Microsoft, mm. all these companies, they're going to start licensing right content from the people who already have created the, the intellectual property, yep. Right. right? It, it, either they're going to do that or they're going to stand up their own institutions because here's the thing. Why would I send somebody to UNCG or send somebody to a t right, to get a generic education to then have to train them on the job when I can just hire someone who creates curriculum specific mm-hmm. for the roles that I want my company to, you know, to fulfill? Exactly. So what I'm saying is if you're a course creator, educator, anybody that has knowledge… You can literally reverse engineer how to get on that, how to get that bag. Go to that company's website. What is it that they're hiring for? Can I create curriculum tailored for some of the biggest institutions, right, that exist, and now have them license me or license my intellectual property. But all you have to do is be in position. I I
3: I don't know if people were ready for that. You go, you
1: go from B to C to B to B bag, you know, it's a yes. different bag, it's so a whole different bag, bags, but it's but it's right here for the Okay, there. okay. Yeah. so we don't want to be we don't want to be here all night. So Ellie, <laughs> can you do us a favor? Let yes. us know what's next for you, and let us know where people can find you.
2: Wow. Well, what's next for me is just continuing to expand. You know, I really want to continue to. Um, Have an impression and an impact on more businesses in more ways. I would love to impact another hundred thousand people by the end of this year, twenty twenty one. Let's go! You know, let's go. go. Like I really feel like. I'm super passionate about creating access to entrepreneurship because I've seen how it's changed my life. Mm-hmm. And all people need sometimes is just some information and then a push to take action, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I hope to continue to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, create some other.
1: We need that. some more trucks. Uh, some more uh, <laughs> trucks. Like, more everything.
3: People, okay. you okay. know, it never stops.
0: So so more, yeah. more, exactly. more black love, yeah. Trying like, to close the gap. So and I know, to do it all on her own. So I know <laughs> the doubt, right? She's trying to help all the people, <laughs> yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? She's like an honorary Mellon and money like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I know we said that was the last question, but I gotta ask you this. Yes. Right? So let me ask you this: um, when you think of when someone thinks about like always being known for something, right? Like, mm. oh, well, I've always been known for this, and this is what I've done my entire life, my entire career. How do you help that person break out of that mindset to shift? Because even I, even uh, Jacqueline and myself, right, we've had this a uh, background of very traditional like, mm. financial planning. It wasn't until recently, you know, for myself a few years ago, and Jacqueline, Jacqueline, even more recently, they were like, yo, like, we have to transition. Like, yes, we're credible. Yes, we have the credentials and all that good stuff. But for people who haven't been able to make that shift, what do you tell them who are who, who their identity is tied to what they've always done, but they know they need to make a transition and do something different? What would you tell them? Wow. You have this problem too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You know, for sure. I think that it's such a big thing. You know, transitioning, transforming your identity is huge, you know, right. but I think a great way to start is with baby steps, right? And so it's okay that you've seen yourself as being known for one thing or that even other people have seen you as being known for that. Mm-hmm. But you can start to train your audience or train the people around you to see you and recognize that you have more knowledge by starting to share more of what you know, right? Mm-hmm. So it goes back to that serving thing. So even for me, I really focused a lot of my platform at the beginning on only business credit and grants. right? Mm-hmm. Like teaching people how to get OPM. That was it. Right. Then as I became very known for that, I recognized that there was still more to teach. So I started slowly dripping out new information based on what I knew my audience needed. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the best way to start adding in that new identity is to look at who needs what you know you can do and then start just drop my hips, right? Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, slowly but surely. And then before you know it, the same people who have known you for this will now start to know you for this and support you in that as well, right? It just needs to be you being confident in it. And then therefore, they will be confident in what you're doing as well. Okay.
0: So not being afraid to to highlight just new information. They exactly. Know, right? and, nah, you know, yeah.
2: Don't, don't keep yourself in one lane, you know? I feel like society exactly. does that enough to black people already. Yeah. So it's like...
1: Take all the lanes, right? Love
2: it. Act, Act on your your space, space, you know. Go, to go to Take to up space. Take up yeah. space. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Hey, well, well,
0: to Carter's point, we could do this all day long. Literally, so, uh, we're, we're gonna get out of here. But Ellie, thank you so much for all the gems, That's all the pleasure. light, and, yeah. and and guys, if she can do it, you can do it too. You can so do it. so tap in. Make sure you uh, subscribe to to our YouTube channel. Make sure that you comment on this video and
1: show Ellie some love. Because she's giving y'all game, and she I mean, she come on now. She can charge If y'all can't leave us a uh, comment of y'all favorite gym that she gave y'all today. I love it. And we'll, we'll probably yeah. announce one of them on, on a future podcast. Yeah,
3: we're always giving away free stuff. And yeah. we look forward to seeing you next time. Peace. Peace. Bye.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor Leave us a five star review. And if you're not already subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.